Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. All right, welcome back to Good Cop, Bad Cop, episode 227. So despite Matt's uh, prediction last week that there will be no episode, we know you're not very good on predictions anyway, Matt. So yeah, you were like, I was like, is he trying to get rid of me? Like, I was like, I know I'm going to SmackDown, but I was like, I can still do that. Like, um, I don't know how far away you think DC is from where I live, but like SmackDown doesn't start till 745. Like, I'm pretty sure I can get it. I, I wasn't sure if you knew your schedule ahead of time and you couldn't make it or something, so. No, I was thinking, I just I was about you, sir. More than okay, I do have a bit of a bone to pick with you, though. As amazing as our guest was, um, I was totally unprepared for that. Like, I did not know Ella J was going to be the guest. And after we'd finished recording, and I was thinking about the first time that Ella J was on, we had an amazing karaoke session. We were talking about Miley Cyrus songs and things. I was like, we didn't get the chance to. Do- if you'd have, if you'd have told me that was what was going on, we could have been doing. I don't know, Matt. We could have been doing Taylor Swift songs. We could have been. Who knows what we could have been doing? We could have been doing Greatest no. Madonna songs. There could have been multiple things we could have done. But um, I didn't think about it till later. You know what that means, Graham? What does you it know mean? What Third time to charm. <laughs> um, Ella J was on a on was was on a time uh, time issue last week anyway. So we, we we did have to try and wrap things up a little bit quickly. Yeah. But, um, it was very good last time. I do remember. I think the order was. I seem to remember Ella J was singing, and you were either lip syncing or you were dancing in the background. Nobody else would know about this, of course, because it was um, an audio podcast. But I do remember it being. Uh, you were very happy. I was very happy as well. I didn't know we were going to go that far off topic that we had a chance to talk about something like that. But the well, tangents you... are what we live for. It... Well, Graham, it was, it was a Christmas cracker from 2021. Uh-huh. Uh, it was one of the last ones because Ella was one of our last guests of the year. Yeah. Um, and you you brought up Miley Cyrus songs with uh, her. Yeah. And yeah. That's I think she mentioned it on her podcast. I, I don't think I just randomly brought it up. No, I had a feeling you put up for a reason, obviously. Yeah. And um, I said I didn't do one one Miley Cyrus song, and then I sang it. And I say sang in the most loose possible term. We probably lost listeners that episode rather than gained. Uh, Wasn't it a Hannah Montana song rather than a Miley Cyrus? Am I remembering that part correct? Correct me if I'm correct. I'm wrong here. Miley Cyrus is the person who plays Hannah Montana. Therefore, it's both the same thing. Okay, was it Hannah Montana? I'm gonna direct. I would like to direct the witness to the question that was asked. <laughs> I think there's um, a difference in career there, so that for sure. It's the start of her career, yes. Yeah, like I don't know any Hannah Montana songs at all. We know you, don't, you know you know one. Oh, well, I know your version of it. I even linked you to the, to, to her albums. You didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I, often, often afterwards, I have to go and deal with uh, children. So, um, or I have to go and prepare dinner, or I have to go to a SmackDown event. So I don't immediately get the chance oh, to do it. Oh, I've got to go to a SmackDown event. Yeah. Oh, I've got to go to an indie show. I've got to watch baseball. <laughs> oh, the hardships you have, sir. The um, I was asked if I would appear on a different podcast this week. And um, I was like, sure. Like, I can't do Friday, obviously, because I'm recording with Matt and I'm going to SmackDown. Um, I'm recording on Thursday with Jackson and uh, for Good Card, Bad Card. But I have a little window on Thursday. I was like, Wednesday I could do. And then they were like, the weekend. I was like, no. I was like, that's why Matt and I record on Fridays now. Because if we don't, we pretty much don't record. It's really me. 
It's really me. Uh, weekends are busy, and they're only going to get worse, Matt, because uh, Jackson has baseball tryouts tomorrow, and uh, Mason has uh, lacrosse practice um, every Saturday now as well. So it's it's not going to get better. But that arm of that arm of Jackson, he'll get on that team of the pitcher. He'll, he'll be opening. You watch. He should be pitching. Having showed what he showed last year, right at the end, um, as long as he doesn't break anything this year and being clumsy, then um, yeah, what he showed in that um, tryouts, uh, what he showed in that, sorry, in the, I guess it was yeah. effectively a tryout to show the coach what he could do. Um, then yeah, he was he was. Did phenomenal. he get that four strikeouts? Four out of five strikeouts. I think it was four strikeouts in two innings. Yeah, he, he was. His control was phenomenal. Yeah, Ooh. and he did. Although I wouldn't like to condone the idea of not practicing ahead of time. I was like, if you wanted to do that, like, why don't we practice beforehand? You don't just want to go and practice straight on the mound. Sometimes um, it's natural so ability, though. So maybe you could work on that. that occasion, but it's not in general a good policy to. Of course not. No, but but, um, n- but if it's got, na- he's got natural talent, so a bit of a bit of natural nurturing, perhaps. Maybe he could uh-huh. be a great pitcher. Uh-huh. You don't know. All right, let's get away from the baseball talk. How's your week been, buddy? Oh, oh, so you don't want to have baseball for <laughs> Well, I do, but there's already a podcast for that. There so. is, isn't true. And do check out JJV Sports. It's, I believe it's already dropped for this week as well. It, it has. We were very, very late. It was supposed to come out. We were supposed to record over the weekend, and we just never got to it. Fine, so, Graham. It's fine. fine. It's not that time specific. It doesn't matter. Fast lose, right? It's fine. Uh-huh. His own energy hasn't done for like the last four months. Uh, I've been busy, obviously, got the course, got all these things I've been doing, obviously, and of course, the wedding is now, uh, as, this, as this drops on Sunday, it will be four weeks and three days. Now, wow. I'm aware that it sounds like I'm counting the days down, but this past Wednesday, I actually looked at the clock at work, and it was two minutes to one, and... That was exactly that point. Five weeks to the minute I walked down that aisle, and mm-hmm. that, that and it starts to become a bit real. All of a sudden, now this is going to be a really dumb question, but sure. how does that work? How do you decide who walks down the aisle, or do you both True. walk down the aisle? I, I have no idea how that works. Well, obviously, you know, for a same-sex marriage, it's slightly different. Obviously, yeah. Um, well, Chris is getting the, getting the better of both worlds. To quote, to quote a Hannah Montana song, uh, um, Chris gets to walk down the aisle with his mum, and then okay. he'll stand at the end and look over. He's even looking over his shoulder, but he gets to go over that as the page boys and the groomsmaids go down, and then my mum walks me down the aisle. And okay. there's going to be a lot of tears, probably from my mum, probably from me. I don't care, and I'm aware that I'm aware that Kerry, Chad, Caitlin, and Alex. All from Dungeons and Junkies are all gonna be in the same room at the same time for the first time ever, and they're gonna rip me apart for it. I do not give a fuck. <laughs> I say the only, the, only, the only bad part is is that there's so many people who can't make it to the wedding, but yourself included, unfortunately. Yeah, um, yeah. I would schedule it within two months of me making it like to England anyway. But hey, it it happens. It was always going to be difficult. We to decided to have a second celebration in the summer for everyone who okay. couldn't make it. Okay, and probably can't make that either. We haven't scheduled it yet, <laughs> so I will after we go off Confiagram. I will get details <laughs> of when you're unless in. it's in Skegness. I probably won't be able to make. It. You're coming well, up. Well, if you gave me, we might figure it out. We might figure it out. 
we'll we'll see how it goes. I know we have we have a very tight schedule. We've got almost every day planned out to to the maximum, but we'll see what we can do. We can we can but try. We can but try. We can but try. So cheers. Cheers. I think it's time. You want, I don't know about your week, do you? I'm beckling you. I was like, if you want to ask. No, nah, screw me. All right, let's move on to good top moments. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. You're weak, sir. You're weak. It, it, it flew by. Good top moments. Good. Bad. One of the students today in test, um, as we, just after we finished testing, were like, it says, it doesn't feel like a Friday today. And I was like, it, it, it was weird to to analyze that but i was like it doesn't and then i mentioned it to another teacher and they were like yeah it really feels like a went it's weird how days have particular feeling it did not feel like the end of a week today um i can't really put my finger on why but um yeah uh, nothing nothing particular happened this week um we got the passports for the boys so um we're, we're on that road to being able to come to england now so that's that, that was good good to get that checked off the list all right what about your main good cop moment of the week um, it was actually a little bit difficult to pick one thing out as a good cop moment this week. Could you have a main... speed check then, isn't it? Yeah, but, yeah, but it was actually quite difficult to pick out one thing. For uh-huh. um, so, I'm going to something I'm trying to expand it slightly. Um, and that is, I'm going to talk about Seth Rollins. Okay. Okay. Now, we all love we all love um, Seth freaking Rollins, particularly his he's he snapped. Obviously, uh, he snapped many, many months ago, and the, the, manic- the maniacal laugh. I hope that's in the new video game, which comes out two weeks today, who, as we were recording. Um, it, it's going to be wonderful to see him in the ring at WrestleMania, uh, end the career of Logan Paul. Um, I was particularly like the fact that he uh, he actually stole Miz's cell phone during Miz TV this week. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> knocked him out, and then, and then pulled his eyes open so he could use Face ID on his iPhone, yeah. which I thought was brilliant. Um, bearing in mind that won't work in real life. It won't. Nope. Nope. Because uh, the uh, app, the Apple technology actually it 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 works on depth perception for one thing, so you can't use a picture. But also, you can't. It also the, the eyes have to be moving. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, so can you, you can't just shake their height. Can you just shake their head a little bit so it feels like? Because he was holding him roughly by the head. Like there's going to be some, some movement. There. There's something about it, Graham. I mean, it the the it could tell if you're awake if it's if it's actually someone who is alive or not. Basically. Oh, okay. I did not know that. I guess it's designed to protect people if they die as well. I guess. I guess. Oof. Um. It's something which um, came into a, which, which uh, the, so when you heard the click on the uh, on the microphone, I'm like yeah, that's bullshit because it doesn't even sound like that on the iPhone. <laughs> okay, so I know that, but I like but I liked that little thing because I thought it was entertaining. And then they actually ha- did the whole FaceTime thing with Logan Paul. Um, my thoughts about Logan Paul are my thoughts. I made them very clear last week. That I personally think, as a human being, he should be nowhere near the wrestling business, given what he did on his YouTube channel all those years ago. I'm not going to get into it now, Graham. You know what he's done. I explained this to you what he's done. Um, You're a big advocate of cancel culture, I know. I'm a big. No, I'm just Graham. messing with you. I'm, I should be. I should be trying to 
it was a serious matter, and I shouldn't be making it. Was it was a serious matter, it. Graham. Yeah, and for that matter, and for that reason, he, he shouldn't be anywhere near it. But he is, but but he is, and I have to do, and I have to accept that. Okay, I don't want to, but I have to accept that he's in the business. Um, you not so watch WWE. Case, huh? I don't know what this podcast would look like, but I have to acknowledge that he's in the business, Graham. I don't have to like him. I have to acknowledge he's in okay, it. Okay, but so I'm trying to remember, and I think I don't know if you've stuck with this or not stuck with this. Um, did you have you started to watch any of the Saudi pay per views yet? I watch them for critical analysis. I think you don't watch them. I watch them. Because so I you can watch I... Logan Paul for critical analysis then as well. Then okay, so I, and, I am, and I am. I, doing I say, if we're weighing up what one person's done against what a whole nation has done, then... Graham, Graham, let's not go. Let's, let's not wade into the murky waters around around the middle about around that area of of the world. Graham, with sport, shall we? Because the amount okay. of Grand Prix I've watched in that area, Graham, I really can't comment. All okay. right, well, a good one for many you know, years. That's another story entirely. Check out Inside Gospel when I come back for that. Um. Um. I particularly liked the fact that they actually managed to sneak in the fact that Jake Paul lost as well into the burn, uh, which is just a worry because he deserves to be nowhere near boxing. Um, because, uh, you know, all these YouTubers who want to make it as boxers, I'm, I, that's an extra good comment when they want that he should be nowhere near boxing. Because I think that the World Boxing Council or something like that actually was going to give ranking points to the winner. I'm like, what the fuck? There are people who've been fighting their entire careers to get ranking points, mm. and then they give it to a pumped up fucking millionaire. I'm really pleased that he got that he got pulled out. Pegato, I would have loved to have been a fly in Mags's house, seeing what happened when when Jake Paul lost, because I know how much he hates him and what he's done to what he's what the, the poor hours did to the sport of boxing. So I'm really pleased about that. Really, really pleased about that. Um and it also add, just adds to the narrative to be fair, because I've gone back and looked at I've gone back and looked at every single Logan Paul match. I have done that. And I've looked at he fought alongside Miz last year. I'm not questioning his athleticism, okay? He fought against the Mysterios, then he fought against Miz, and he fought against Roman, and he fought in the Royal Rumble. Um, now, he can, now, he's a contracted superstar, under contract, so he's entitled to compete in, in, in the WWE Royal Rumble. No problem about that at all. But the fact matter is, is that they, they had Miz attack Logan Paul because they wanted people to, they wanted to turn Miz heel. But WWE, that was this Vince at the time, obviously, last year. Um, I think they, I think they, he, he, misun, he misunderstood how many people hate Logan Paul like I do. Not, so many people think he shouldn't be in the business, but he is. He is. He is in the business, and he's incredibly talented. I'm not questioning that. I'm, I'm saying this again and again because people are thinking I'm just hating him for the sake of hating on him. But the way that the fans cheer every time he gets attacked by somebody, they cheered for Roman when he's meant to be the biggest heel in the business against him, okay? Seriously, that's what I'm saying. I get the fact that... Um, are they trying to push Logan as the heel or the face here? I was doing a question, Graham. For you. 
Um, I, I'm going to say in 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 the Saudi match that was um, that was Logan and Roman, right? That was in Saudi Arabia. That was in Saudi Arabia. Yes. So we we know that they have. I don't want to say limited wrestling knowledge, but when you're trying to book somebody who's already dead, then you do tend to focus on the the bigger names. So who's the bigger name from and then the world of wrestling between Roman Reigns and Logan Paul? I, I don't think it's t- entirely un- un- unrealistic. I I didn't mean there, Roman Graham. Reigns, no I mean, matter whether he's heel or face. But I didn't mean here. I mean. For WrestleMania, coming into the match with Seth here, mm-hmm. who's the face, Seth or Logan, in your opinion? Uh, I would say it's Logan. No, not far the crowd's concerned. Uh, you asked me what I thought. You didn't ask me what did yeah, I think yeah, the crowd yeah, thought. Yeah. That's a totally different question. Yeah, yeah. That's, look, I, I, I can see your point of view there. But the fact of the matter is, is that no matter how hard they try here, the fans in general are never going to accept that Logan is their face. They're not. They're just not. That's okay. That's okay. You get and, a reaction from the crowd. That's the whole point. Yeah, but I can't help feeling that they could turn Logan heel and they could get so much more out of it. We said this for years with Roman. They could turn him heel and the fans all love it. And the fans did love it. And who knows? Maybe they did Logan. Maybe some people could actually fucking like him again. So you want to make Logan heel and have a heel on heel match? Is that what you're saying? No, Seth is Seth's face. Seth's been faithful. Think- I don't, think, I don't consider him a face at all. There's been faces like last October. <laughs> that's somebody who's a face? I don't he, think so. That's because, because his mind is snapped. That's that's nothing wrong with that. Mm. My personal I'm looking I'm looking forward to the match because we know what Seth could do in the ring and Logan has impressed me in terms of athletic ability. <clears throat> which is hard for me to say I'm aware. But um, yeah, this week I enjoyed it. I just hope that next that tomorrow night on Raw, it's not going to be as bad as it could be. Obviously, we don't know what's happening on SmackDown two nights ago tonight. Obviously, which which you're going to two nights well, I ago. Don't, I don't right now, but you do obviously because it's later. But yeah, sure. Yeah, you guys will know, but we <laughs> won't. But we don't know what's happened yet because we're recording for the band right to SmackDown in about five minutes time. Sure, sure. Um, my good cop moment was going to be, and I, I totally forgot about this. Last last week, I wasn't as organized as perhaps I should have been. And no. when I was looking back through my notes, I found this written down, and I totally forgot about it. Um, it was the proposed Ring of Honor card for the, um, I'm not sure if it's the first show, first two shows. Um, Lady Frost's on there. Like I was like, oh, great. I'm, I'm glad to see Lady Frost there. Um, and Trisha Dora's on there as well. I'm very happy about that. And um, then I something came up uh, literally as I was leaving school. So I'm going to switch that. So for a second week in a row, I'm not going to talk about Trisha Dora. Um, I'm, I'm going to go to... So I apologize, Matt. I might have seemed a little distracted um, while you were doing your moments because I needed to find something on Facebook. Okay. So not wrestling related specifically, but I'm, I'm going to allow me a little leniency, I'm hoping. Always. Uh, this is from a former student who who's posting on Facebook. Uh, Hi, friends. So I've been thinking for a while about starting a podcast where I look at modern interpretations of Greek mythology in media, books, movies, TV, video games, and Broadway, and discuss how it follows or deviates from the original myths and why it does or does not work, in my incredibly biased opinion. Would that be something that seems like an interesting idea? What are some suggestions you'd like me to cover? I have a list already, but I'm welcome to ideas I may have missed. And to my friends who have had a stroke, had a podcast, what are some tips you have for getting started? Don't do it! 
<laughs> so first of all, a good cop moment. Always when anyone's prepared to put themselves out there, be a little bit vulnerable, already kind of within that, you can see that they have an idea, but they're not quite sure how it's all going to kind of work out. There's still lots of moving parts in there. Um, I, I think it's always perhaps courageous is the wrong word, but when people are prepared to make that next step and they've given it some thought and uh, it's always good to see that. Um, and I was going to wonder why to put out a little thread. I'm sure this person's not on Twitter, unfortunately, but I have already said as soon as they get everything going, um, I, I will gladly uh, promote it on all my accounts just to get that type of thing going. And um, I think it'll be really interesting. I think it'll be really interesting. I know this person is very thorough as well. So I know that this is not something that's going to be um, briefly looked into and it'll be sort of vague. It'll be something that will be informative, educational and something that would be interesting to me for sure. Um, I was wondering whether to put out a little thread. We have a lot of um, content creators who listen to this podcast. When I think about who I kind of tag each week, like there's people who've been there for a while. Um, and I, I certainly offered some points straight away before I was leaving. I knew there was going to be a lot of traffic. So I was like, I got to be quick uh, because I'm about to record my third podcast in two days. Uh, but and then I gave a few little thoughts, but I was kind of um, spouting off the top of my head. I'm talking a little bit longer, Matt, so I can give you a chance to little, uh, think about it. this. But having done this for around the five-year mark as well now, um, reflecting back, what's, what's some good advice? What do you think? What would be some good cop advice? Let's twist it back to the good cop moment. Well, it is a good cop, it is a good cop moment. And it's always good to it hear people, people doing new and exciting things, yeah. things you don't necessarily hear being done. Uh, yeah. what's the, remind me again, Greg, what does the matter is there? The Greek mythology. Um, how it appears in the media and how it relates into uh, actual Greek mythology. How are they twisting the story from what was written to how it's being portrayed now in the 21st century? There is so much you can do with that. Yeah. And it's, it's weird how certain things come in cycles. Uh, like some things were, I'm going to use, for example, um, 3D technology, for example. We use that as an example. The virtual reality, for example. They, they tried doing it during the 70s. And then again in the nineties, and then during the twenty tens, and yeah, because they did it in the nineties with that um, terrifying um, Nintendo device, which had to sit on a counter. You lean into it, didn't really work. Uh, they had the old glasses they used to stick on. You know, cardboard in the seventies, then didn't really work either. They got a VR device now, like the PlayStation and thing like that, which do work. Because, but they still got over the whole. Well, you'll throw up if you if if you use too long, sort of thing. Trust me, it's not pretty. Um, but Greek mythology keeps coming in to fashion and out of fashion again, and I like that. Um, particularly in some of the video games, I'm not going to bore you, Graham, with a little video okay, game. Did you forget what question I asked you? No, 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 not at all, not at all. So the best advice I could give is. If you've got a specific subject, don't get a co-host which wants to change it up halfway through because they didn't like what they called the show to begin with. Touche. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's the best advice. But but some serious advice is, and it's, you say that this person is very studious and there'll be attention to detail throughout sort of thing. Yes. And... I've, I I can compare, do this by having by comparing the different shows I've been on, Graham, as well, as a guest. Mm-hmm. Um, every show I go on feels slightly different. No show I go on feels the same as each other. Mm-hmm. Even if sometimes you cover the same stuff. 
Me, for example, Chris does Chris Thoughts games, a fine example, okay? He does his solo, completely solo. He has a, in monologues, it's, it's, and it works great for him. I'm on there sometimes, but when I'm on there, it, 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 it feels like a different show because it's two people talking. Game junkies talk about games, but it's three of us. It feels different because of it. Um, it always feels different when it's, when it's just us two on the show and when we have a guest in, in the booth. You need to have what the, the big thing you need to do is make sure you have something which works when you when you're on your own or you have someone with you. Okay, because that way, if you can't get a guest one week, and we believe me, we know, and there's two of us who can do booking, how hard it can be to get can get to get guests sometimes. You need to have a format which can work with any with anything. That's the best advice I could give. Make sure your format is solid. Run it past Graham. He has started and not finished more podcasts than anyone I know. Oh, uh, ouch. Ouch. I guess, of course. But, it's a, one. But, but Graham is very much someone who likes a podcast. My advice to you would be, run it past him. Do your format, run it past Graham, because he listens to podcasts. And he can tell if something's going to be good or not. And he can also give you pointers in the right places. I'm saying that, trying to not sound like I am being a dick. I'm being genuinely serious, Graham, with you. Um, my general advice was um, don't even bother taking suggestions from anybody else. You talk about what you want to talk about. If that's what, if that's the topic you want to talk about, you go with it. Um, yeah. Don't worry about the number of listeners. That's totally not important. No. Um, don't worry about buying expensive uh, equipment. Just go ahead and use the internal mic on your computer, which is exactly what I'm doing today. Uh, still been doing five five years ago. I'm still doing it. I don't think that's uh, particularly important. Don't spend anywhere near the amount of time on editing as we used to. Um, you don't need it. Just five minutes is perfectly okay. I did mention some basics like how you can where you can get music from. So I did talk about Incomputech.com since I've been using them for years. Um, I did talk about Audacity as well. Um, the only thing I got a quick response from uh, I said Anchor is obviously a place where you can release a podcast obviously we've always gone through the network so we don't have to worry about that side of it um she did say there was mixed reviews on anchor so if anyone who's listening um does release their podcast on anchor uh who can perhaps uh give give me extra information or reassure me or or whatever um i would certainly appreciate that because i don't know anything about anchor because i've never used it bishop that one's for you buddy ah there we go there we go yeah I, yeah. I know there's a few people that use Anchor, but I, I'm not well, sure if that was the... Uh, I'll give yeah. one more bit of advice from as well. Pick a song for the, for, for intro and outro music, which you don't have to, as Graham mentioned about Incompetate there, for example, don't pick one that you need copyright for. Exactly. Okay, because yeah. otherwise you've got to cut it really short. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I mentioned the fact that they'll give license. You just got to give them credit for it. And they have hundreds. Of, I remember listening for Masons. I listened through hundreds originally. Um, and, then, luckily... and, then, and then when you played it to me, uh, for the first, well, when I heard it, I was like, when you played it for me, I, was, I heard it on the for the first time. I'm like, that sounds like the Mean Street Posse. Huh. And, I, and I mentioned that to, um, to you and Mason. This is before I came on episode six. Of MGB, uh, I remember. I remember that that then ten year old phase when I played it across Skype at the time to him, and he was, and his jaw just dropped. How, how similar it was! It, it's it's close enough to sound similar. But I thought that's a really good wrestling choice, and and 
you had no idea that you'd done that. And that no. was then that just go to show that maybe subconsciously it was in there. Mm-hmm. There's been some good ones over the years. Um, some I've picked out for Jackson I liked. Um, I can't remember what it was for his two or five live. It was like it was it was it shame was it called shameless or something? It was yeah, it was yeah. It, it, it was, was it was you picked it because it sounded like shameless. Yeah, and it kind of worked really well. Um, mm. but yeah, sometimes you just come across ones pretty quick and they they work. And uh, but yeah, no, I think it definitely can make a difference. Yeah, uh, once you've got those little clips, it helps with the editing as well to break up segments for sure. We switched to Hotel de Paris for Game Junkies a couple of years ago, and, uh, oh, our, rating, and, yeah. our, rating, and our ratings went up. So mm-hmm. sometimes having a good song can catch my it also have that that uh, Markiplier, the favorite YouTuber, was using it, so it helps a little bit. So ah, we, we, we were able, to, but it was but it's free, obviously. So we 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 snipped and we did. Uh, so as you yeah, mentioned yeah. Uh, third time as a charm earlier. I did not pick a great one for for that. <laughs> yeah, it took, I, took about eight episodes to tell me. Thanks for that. <laughs> well, it it was a little bit of, of an odd choice, but, <laughs> but I, I can't I was, remember the rationale behind it. But I, it I think I wanted something gloomy, that was a polar right? opposite, and I might it gloomy. It was yeah. But, but uh, yeah, I think the other piece of advice is um, don't worry about it sucking because it probably will anyway. Um, you, you well, not sucking, but you, you're going to get better. The only the only way you can, you just got to put something out there, and then you can figure out um, how that closely models what you want it to model, and then you can you can change it as you go along. But yeah, the first episode is not going to be as polished as what it will be after ten, fifty, hundred, etc. Episode one, a good cop, bad cop, is still hilarious because terrible. I mean, I mean, no, no, I enjoyed it, Graham, because the it's quality. so crazy. <laughs> Because you, because I'm, I remember you. I remember you messing up the intro and me and then and then me going like, "Drop me to the intro." And then you said, "You told me to go ahead." I was like, "So what are we calling this then?" <laughs> I was like, "We big very much we are we we often get caught by other people, and this is me blowing smoke up our own asses here. We also get caught. We can get called professionals because we've been doing it for five years, pretty much now." Mm-hmm. Um, is it been five old years? hands? Five five years in August. Wow, five years, eh? Yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's over four and a half now, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're bad we... for a little spin off podcast. No, not bad because we we, we, we <laughs> we're doing this because Mason was always naughty stuff. I mean, and you don't want me on anymore. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I'm still a bit bad now. I never returned. There you go. That's how it sometimes yeah. works. But I did yeah. want to talk about that. It, it just, it. I, I'm always excited by my new podcast. I the always have good card, bad back. card trading cards. Only been going just for a few episodes. I'm loving that new podcast feel. Trying to find out where things are going to go, making little changes here and there, and just kind of seeing how it develops. The um, yeah, that kind of seeing how that podcast grows or goes in different directions or it's amazing how quickly that can happen i think if you got it nailed on the first podcast or first episode i i I would be shocked there's always things that come up unexpectedly like as we're coming up to our speed check matt who would have known that we would have done 90 seconds for this we would assumed it would have always been 60 seconds but you never know when something will come up that um will change that thank you chat chat grapples oh god Cheap pops. All right, I butchered that name. All right, Matt, what you got for your speed check? Before I start on your gram, I oh, didn't sure. let you know. Uh, good card, bad card, episode three is now seven from the charts. 
I I tweeted that out for my very uh, <laughs> minor uh, Twitter account. I, I did see that. Scottish Danny, I did mention that yesterday. And actually, Mason's top 10 now, or he was last night when I looked. Mm. I just I was looking to see if uh, Jackson's now. episode dropped, and I looked. Uh, it's dropped to 12. Ah, darn it. I had two in the top How 10. But, you know. What's that? How am I not top 30? Uh, you, you're not very popular. <laughs> you're not very popular. <laughs> Mind you, Luna Tricks um, Christmas Cracker is in the top thirty. So thank you, people, for listening to that one. It's a great. That was a, that was a fantastic Christmas Cracker record. Let me switch uh-huh. back to my notes, Grant, so I can do this. My um, okay. good, my good cop things. Otis, all the stuff with, with Mac and Mail models at the moment. He's interacted with Cody outside the ring. His interactions with Maxine. Marseille and Mansoir. Uh, I loved all of that this week. It was great. It was great. It was great fun. It was great fun. Uh, Orange Cassidy, 20 wins in a row. Well done, yeah, young nice. man. I remember where you came from. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Owens versus Solo Sakura at WrestleMania. Yes, please. Yes, please. That got all the mark of an absolute drag out street fight, like a better term. It's a street fight without, with, with rules, unfortunately. Um, WWE have started showing old Cody Rhodes matches on the network, including a match between Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns, uh, where Cody pins Roman. Oh, that happened 10 years ago. Just saying it's happened before for a title, no less. Granted, it involved Big Show knocking Roman out, but um, he still did it, still pinned him, and I think. Most people were pretty happy with uh, the women's tag team title match from Raw this week, which is mm-hmm. which sets up Vosu, uh, Miss Lynch, and Miss Lita against Ronda and Shayna for WrestleMania. Oh hell yeah! Mm-hmm. And probably Trish ringside as well, right? Probably, probably. Yeah, would make sense. Would make sense. Um, I got a couple of things. Um, announcement. This was on Twitter. Voltage Wrestling is excited to announce that their show Thursday Night Lightning will begin to air on YouTube starting on Thursday, March 9th. The show will feature the best of Voltage Wrestling's athletes and matches and will be available for fans to watch and enjoy. This is an exciting opportunity for Voltage Wrestling to reach a wider audience and to provide fans with an immersive experience of wrestling action. Uh, not been able to go to quite a few recently. They have started doing shows on a Thursday. Um, and I can't travel to Pennsylvania on a Thursday. It's just not practical. Um, and they are going to start having shows again, I believe, in April um, when they are going to be on sat on the, the weekend. So I can start doing those again. And um, I saw on the VCW website as well, uh, Alex Devine locks up with Saul Esparza on March 18th at Hampton High School. Saul Esparza debuted at our late, uh, last event in the Young Lions Challenge Part 2 with an impressive victory. Almost as impressive as his victory was the attitude Esparza displayed before, during and after the bout. He's made it clear that he will do whatever it takes to move up the ladder in VCW. Um, I know that just the fact that VCW is appearing back at that high school again is just like a bonus good cop moment. Um, Obviously, with COVID, that was something that kind of got scaled back a little bit, and they haven't had a chance to do that. But glad to see Saul Esparza getting into other promotions as well. Still doing really well at EWA Maryland. They had an event last week. We couldn't do it. We wanted to. It it was just too far. It was um, an hour 50. And then when I looked at the time we were getting thinking about leaving, it was two hours 45. And I was like, can't do it. Too much. So, Wow. Yep. Nice, 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 short and sweet, Graham. Yeah, a little bit of, a little bit of indie stuff that I saw. So, okay, I'll get a chance to talk about that. 
All right, well, that's the good. I guess we should move on to the bad, Matt. Got to do it. We have to do M40, buddy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good! Bad! All right, take it away. You made it really tough for me to follow you last week, but what you got for me this week? Uh, I've got a funny thing. I'm going to need your help, actually, with this one. No, oh, okay. Um, I want to talk about WWE and AEW. Okay. Uh, I'm aware that's really, really quite a broad spectrum there, but I'm looking for, I've been looking through the WWE and AEW rosters, and I've been comparing okay. the main event scenes. Okay. Now, for one reason or another, people jump ship from, from show to show. Okay, now, be it because Vince was in charge or they wanted a better deal or they wanted more money or they wanted whatever. You know, people went to AEW and good luck to them is what I say. WWE, obviously, some people come back, like Cody Rhodes, come, come back into the fold. Obviously, Johnny Gargano, Champ, who's injured now, unfortunately, but, you know, some people are back in the fold now. And I look at the main event scenes and I'm like, they're both over bloated. The main event scenes. The rosters, obviously, you you got programming for both of them, obviously, and they've got they've got programming that they can put people on. As you've mentioned before, like with Dark Elevation, they've got their main event, and there is places for people to wrestle, and that's that's great. But in terms of the main event scene, as in the when the championship pictures, do you count people like Malachi Black as a championship contender? Um, not personally, I don't know. When he went to AEW, he was. And then uh, he? he was, and then they signed Brian Danielson, then they signed CM Punk, then they signed, um, you know, it's, it's on other people in well, their we, place. We've talked about that. If you have a chance to improve your team and you have not the money dis- to do it, that's what not, you do. Not disputing that. Okay, all right. Not it sounds like that. John. No, no, not at all. But he went there for that. He went there because he wanted to be main event. And okay. that's nothing wrong with that. He, I, and you know what? If he if he had stuck around, ironically, a few more months, he may well have been WWE main event. Um, ironically, but it's like how, how it goes. But he but he went there, and so did other people for that matter. Other people went to, to AEW because if the grass has been on the side, sort of thing, we will push you. But as you're right, if someone comes available, you you jump on that. You jump on that, obviously. Mm-hmm. But then you have got people there who you've signed. And it's the same for WWE, to be fair. You've got people who are on the way up sort of thing. And then here comes this new talent back in. I'm talking about Cody here, obviously. Cody coming come back in and he wins the Royal Rumble. But you've now got over both of us on main and main event scene. Because, as I mentioned last week, and people were chanting for Sammy again during Cody's match again this week on Raw. It's uh, it's it's getting it's getting difficult now, uh, because they're obviously pushing ahead of what they're doing here, and um, they need to on both sides of things. I mean, you got well, they got you got um, Danielson is the challenger for MJF's title, yeah, which is fine, obviously, and that's a great main event. That's gonna be fantastic sort of thing. How many other legit challenges have you got waiting in the wings when that when that rivalry is over? You've got Adam Cole, baby. And you've got so many yeah, other punk. No, you've got punk, obviously. But, <laughs> but you've got you've got Jericho, you've got Christian Cage, you've got 
Um, you got you got Darby Allen, arguably as well. You got Sammy Guevara. You've got all these people who could be main event stars. I'm, I don't know who it was, but uh, how about Sting? Someone said he was going to be a world champion. Yeah, point well made. Yes, point well made. But all these people, Graham, who are main event worthy, they can't all be in the main event. I'm, a, I'm aware they put them in rivalries and things, and I'm aware of how it all works, Graham. I'm aware, but. Would you agree that the main event level is saturated with talent in AEW, but in WWE, not quite as much? Because, so, hold because on. so I'm trying to figure out where the bad cop moment ends. This the WWE is a lesser product than AEW. Is that what I don't know? I'm trying to figure out what the end game is on this, right? I'll get, I'm coming to it. I'm oh, to okay. It. All right. Sorry, I'm, I'm jumping ahead. I'm coming to it. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just asking. Does AEW have a lot of good wrestlers? Yes, it does. But, I'm saying, but, does, but WWE's kind of brought this on themselves a little bit by only having a single champion in Roman and him hoarding those titles for so long that they brought that on themselves. They really yeah. they need to split that up. And as we discussed last week, anyone but Roman, pretty much. Do you, like I don't even I, need him to lose both, but he needs to lose at least one. You are kind of jumping over my bad. Let me finish my bad cop moment. You asked me to answer. So I, I asked you to say you didn't say one no. word. Yes or no? Do you think you didn't say it like that? So sorry. I like, I'll only give uh, one word answers going forward. This will be amazing. I said, does AEW have a have an elite amount of people? Yes, in Matthew. The picture. I yes, can't Matthew. say. I can't say what I want to say here because I've been promised I can't say that name on this on this podcast ever again. Okay. So, how many people could you if if Roman? Wins WrestleMania. How many people legitimately are a challenger to him? I would still cast Cody as a contender, even if he loses. He's still up there. Um, I'm putting Sammy in there. Uh, I, I know, but he's still a contender. Um, one of the Usos. I, I think Jay, if he decides to go against the bloodline, uh, Jay. But I, I'm kind of. It's not many. I, I'm kind of not really seeing an obvious next person to come up. This is the problem, and as you say, as you just said, and this is the thing is that they've booked themselves in the corner. If Roman doesn't lose at Mania, what happens next? Because nobody who is a big enough star at that point to be thrown to someone who's held that belt for nearly three years. All right, I can book you out of it like this. We are we, are we oh, of course we've done that. We did it last week. Sammy so- Sammy comes through the crowd, takes out Roman, and the ref doesn't see it, and then someone pins Roman. Like there's so there's a that would match the narrative as well. Sammy of got course, cheated out but- of his uh, his chance, and then therefore he's going to take it out on Roman. Of course, Graham. But at the same time, then is it the is the person who wins the strap? And this is the thing you've got to think about the, the after booking. The person who wins that strap, they'll be known as being a champion only because he was taken out by Roman. Roman took Roman was taken out by somebody else. They didn't mm-hmm. beat Roman. It was it wasn't a what it wasn't like Cody beating Roman despite everything being thrown in by the bloodline sort of thing. No one's talking about the fact that so Roman's nine hundred is it ten days now? We I don't know. We were kind of trying to work it out last night. Yeah. No one's saying it's nine hundred and ten days, but he cheated on. How oh, many yeah, yeah, they're yeah. not saying that, and same no. thing later on. It would that's not gonna initially, sure, but in the long term, that's that part will kind of get forgotten about a little bit, of course. Of course, there's well, no asterisks in wrestling, mm, there, really. is, there is a few, really, there is a few, 
Oh, come on then. All right, so Charlotte Flair, how many legit championships does she have then? You can't even answer that question. You, well, you, even even with your photographic memory, you can't work back through every one of those ones every no, time. I'm saying, I'm saying one of one of the asterisks I can think of is Inoki winning the championship in Japan from Flair, but it wasn't actually, but it was retroactively taken away from him, sort of thing, uh-huh. uh, because they didn't like it, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those, those are asterisks, what I mean. I didn't mean uh-huh. like those. Um, so yeah, the backup moment is is that. And I'm aware that I'm the WWE mark, obviously. But the fact is that AEW have got a lot more people who are legitimate. I believe that person could beat you for the championship contender. I think Whereas, Orange Cassidy could beat MJF. I dare say. I dare I'd like say, to see that match. That's a match I'd love to and, but see. That's a match I'd love to see. And I've got to the stage with Roman where I'm case live, like, like we mentioned last week with Ella. And you mentioned earlier, anyone but Roman at this point. But fact matter is as well is that he's put a lot of work into us hating him like this. He put a lot of work into that, and I will commend him for that. But I can't help thinking he should have lost it before somewhere. But it just it just been the booking was weird, and the problem is that Vince wasted most of the good challenges. Before Hunter came in, uh-huh. I mean Strowman. Strowman hasn't had a fair one-on-one match against Roman for it, but that's that. that and to be fair, that hasn't happened yet. If I'm surprised, he hasn't had a chance yet. Um, Gunter, I'd love to. Gunter could be oh, a man. Please, Gunter, yeah. That's the man who could dethrone him if um, he's the only person like I think legitimately could challenge him. So he would need to lose his current. Is it Intercontinental? He's got. Well, we fought that with Keith Lee when he changed Adam Cole back in NXT, but um, he won both. Cha- he won. He was he was the um, North American Championship holder, and he won the NXT, and then he just vacated the North American Championship because that's what happened with with Albert Warrior back in after the six. Won both and vacated the IC. Okay, so that makes sense. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. It would. Yeah. So it it would be more than more than more than easy on that time. It just just it's win that one. You got to vacate that one. Okay. Fine. I don't need it. I'm the world champion now. So, yeah. but they say they could have split. They, I mean, they still might end up. I mean, have they actually? They haven't actually had the contract signing yet, have they? I don't think so. No, no. Oh, perhaps tonight. Oh, from from our perspective, it's going to be on SmackDown tonight. They're going to SmackDown this week. Yeah, so could happen. Floating is floating is an idea. Okay, because again, we're trying to book them out of it here somehow. Sammy signs that contract. No, again, Cody signs it first, and then before Roman can sign it, Sammy signs it against Cody. Mm-hmm. Now and I know this is normally where we bring Micah in because he's our DADA, of course. But um, wouldn't they normally have the name printed below so it says Cody Rhodes, and then Cody would sign? You can't just sign it, and anyone can. well, you can well, in WWE, obviously. But... I remind you, Graham, that back at. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to have to remind you because you you will have forgotten. Okay, after after the after the Canadian wrestler won the Royal Rumble back in 2004, Bischoff had the cha- had the championship signing ceremony where the Canadian wrestler and Triple H would sign the contract, and Triple H signed the contract, and before the Canadian guy could, Shawn Michaels signed it, oh. and it was signed as Shawn Michaels as Triple H, and then they had to make a triple threat match. 
this is a way they can get round the whole unit. They can split it so the Universal Championship and the WWE Championship get split. That's why, please. Both, and that way, Roman can keep one by all means, as you say. Exactly. We need one of them to go somewhere else. Yes. And you could have Cody Rhodes get a chance for the WWE Championship. Okay, Cody Rhodes is going to wrestle um, for the WWE Championship against uh, Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm better right with that. I think we'd all be right with that, wouldn't we? That way, mm-hmm. Sammy gets his shot, Cody gets his shot, and Roman can fuck off. <laughs> so, a yeah, bad copy because um, for the second week in a row of WWE booking presented in a corner, and I don't like him doing that. I don't like anyone doing that, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Okay, Graham. So, what about you, buddy? Um, well, my main. Uh, bad cop moment was very easily just going to be uh, a speed check moment. It was just going to be one word. The one word was going to be Bishop. But um, I, I've kind of calmed. I'm, I'm going to say calm down is the right thing. Uh, we had a little back and forth last Friday. Um, I mentioned the fact, I think it actually appeared on our episode. Um, the chat grappling cheap pops guys mentioned the fact that they were going to oh, money in the bank. Right. And I yeah. mentioned the fact that I'm like two hours away and I was like, I'd like to go, but I assume it's all sold out. And Bishop was giving me grief about it. And I, I don't know if we knew the exact numbers at the time. It's sold out in one minute. So I wasn't incorrect in assuming that it would have been sold out. And you guys told me, I think I can get VIP passes or something, but that would be super pricey. You can and get the fact that that was only, and, But I mentioned the fact very clearly. I said I wanted to go. Like, it's not unusual for me to want to go to an, an event um, of whatever level. And and I got some comment. It was I thought it was a little snide comment. Something about basically it was like I only go to minor league events, which was a baseball reference. Um, and I was I put it on par with indie events, and that's exactly what it was. Um, and I mentioned the fact that I'm oh yeah, I'd never go to mainstream events. I always go to minor league events. I, I could have looked up the exact words, but I didn't bother. And I was like, um, is is a SmackDown uh, mainstream enough for you? And he called me a dick. And I was like, hold on, I think you were being the dick because you were basically saying I only go to Indian. And then it turned on the fact that I'll drive, and he was exaggerating, like you'll drive 12 hours to go to an indie event or something. Um, I am prepared to travel longer distances for some of these indie events. And Matt, you know the reason. There's a bigger connection to specific people when you know them than there is to that to the individual wrestlers on WWE. Like, I have no connection to Seth Rollins at all. I have no connection to Roman Reigns. None of those people at all. Like, I watch them on television, and that's it. But the yeah, yeah. wrestlers, I've talked to them. I've had photographs with them. In certain cases, I've interviewed them. So I'm seeing some of those people on that trajectory upwards. You know that that's far more meaningful than those big companies. And also, those big companies don't come close to you except for perhaps once a year. So, yeah, you can go see them once a year, but my indie people, I can see them on a regular basis. Now, I'm I'm defending myself. Not that I need to defend myself at all in any way, shape, or form, but I have actually been to um, a SummerSlam in Canada, so I wouldn't exactly say that that's particularly close to me. Uh, 2019, I went to the SummerSlam there. So I have traveled different things. And it's not just for uh, for wrestling as well. I have traveled up to, and I'm not sure how good your geography this is, Matt. Um, one, one Easter break in 2003, I drove from Virginia all the way up into Wisconsin just so I could get um, a cheese hat from the Green Bay Packers store. Now that that's a long way to go for something, and I still I still had it, and then I I donated it to a student. Um, but I, there is another. There's actually two in the house right now. We did actually get some more for the uh, for the boys. I have traveled to in 2011. I want to say the Minnesota Twins 
just so I could see their stadium because it was one I hadn't seen at that time. Um, I spent eight, seven or eight weeks driving all across the West Coast of America to go and see baseball stadiums. So it's not just minor league teams. That I make. I'm a sports fanatic. So I don't know if that's anything I should be apologizing for. I like seeing different stadiums. I like seeing different sports. I, I like traveling to different things. But um, if that was supposed to be like an insult that I'm an indie fan, I don't consider that an insult in any way, shape or form. Um, I love the indies. And you know much more this year than you did last year why I'm such an indie fan. So I thought he was a little over the top. But I did want to get to the SummerSlam. But I was right in saying there's not tickets. But also, I am meeting with... I can't just dump my family on holiday to go necessarily go see a wrestling event. Um, but if it was, if there was an easily ready available ticket, I probably would get it. Um, if there was easily readily available, I'd probably get three tickets and I could take the boys because um, that would be a unique event. But I'm aware that lots of people want to see the first pay per view in England in a long, long time, and that's not going to be easy. So hey. And before people start messaging and saying Graham was wrong about Clash of the Castle, that was in Wales, not in no, England. Oh. Oh, I, I yeah, I, I knew I knew the distinction that I was making. Graham knew the difference, but some people out there, well, some people generally think that Wales is part of England. It's not. No, it's, it's not at all. No. Different country. Um, it is not. Um, I would like to apologise to Bishop though. Um, he gave he actually gave us a hashtag old cop moment. Um, while I was trying to save one of the things, I for, I apologise to Bishop. I ran out of time, so I didn't get to include this. Um, he did mention, and I didn't retweet or anything because I wanted to save it for the speed check. Was the fact that he mentioned that he's had five thousand listens to his podcast, which is a great achievement, right. and the fact he's looking at returning back full time, which I can only welcome. Bishop definitely has one of my favorite podcasts. We, we we do love Bishop, and as I was trying to click on it, um, and I was trying to scroll to the to the bookmark thing, I accidentally where I was trying to scroll, that point was um, delete delete contact or whatever the phrase it is. So I actually unfollowed Bishop by accident, and I was like, oh crap! So I found the bookmark thing, bookmarked it, and then I uh, added him back again. But I'm like, he's gonna get a notification that Good Cup Bad Cup just followed no him. Way. He's gonna like, did we? Not did he way. unfollow? So I had to explain what happened, and he said, "Yeah, hashtag old cop moment." And I was like, and really, it was hashtag tired cop moment because it was uh, like five thirty, I think, that it happened. But, and this yeah. is why, Graham, you should sometimes let me do a tweeting from from account just saying, "Nope, yeah, no, it was because I was trying to do it on my iPod, which is the wrong device to do it from." But hey, exactly. What did you do in VR, Graham? It's be fine, uh, right? Okay, Graham. Um. I've got quite a bit to get through with speed check. Oh I will be as fast as I can. Oh boy. Go on, I'll give you a few extra seconds because I'm not quite I, ready. So start. I appreciate it. Uh CXW have had two female wrestlers um unable to attend the show. If you are if you are two female wrestlers in the UK and you are free weekend of the eighteenth of March, can in touch with Paris on um CXW on Facebook, he would like to book you for sure. So hopefully you can be sorted out. Uh, Bray versus Bobby. I like this idea, but it's a bit too short of a build for the mania for my liking. Um, WWE YouTube spawning things in the title again. We I knew before the before the even particular video, but Lita and um had won the tag team titles. White Lightning, Brock Lesnar, and um was toasting that for his fight with Omos. With MVP, White Lightning in the UK is the cheapest cider drunk by Pikeys and and by down and outs. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, I expect me a great fun. Um, AEW's camera cuts again. Powerhouse Hobbs won the ladder match, which was great, of course, but the camera cut 
to show the referees were holding the ladder for him. Um, for God's sake, camera cuts, get it sorted. And the last one, Graham, is you for tagging the wrong Matt attack in a tweet and expecting me to see it when <laughs> you ask my opinion about a video game. I didn't. <laughs> did I really? <laughs> you just wrote the Matt attack. You didn't write UK. Oh, I did? Normally it predicts and then it puts the right one. Oh, well, that's so embarrassing. Um, How you bet me to know these things? You don't spell my name properly. I don't know. I do apologize. I, I, it was because I was looking at the product. and um, I did anyway. look it up, dude, Graham. It's, it's worth 25 pounds. Oh, okay. So I should have got it. It was $10. Um, I actually talked with... Mm. Um, I meant to put, If I'd had more time, I'd have mentioned that as well. I did actually... One of the podcast i recorded yesterday was episode six of good card bad cards with this guy so i did mention i said i didn't know whether to buy it because my video game expert didn't respond but that's because you were tagged so no <laughs> your excuse you normally dm me you you be whatsapp me <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> i didn't yeah i don't know that doesn't make a lot of sense i think it's because i wanted other people to see it so that's why i put it on twitter and uh, otherwise, Nish guy wouldn't have known what it was. So, uh, but you will be excited to listen to this episode. Obviously, just because it's uh, the Hall of Famer anyway. But he does talk about some uh, video games as well, which I know, and wrestling. So it's like I look forward to seeing you seeing you squirm in your seat, Greg. If he would have talked about Dungeons and Dragons, it would have been the Holy Trinity, as far as you're concerned. Yeah. But... All right, Matt. My uh, bad speed check. Um, not much. Uh, sportsmediawatch.com reported this week, except this was from last week and I forgot to mention it, um, that the four XFL games televised by ABC slash ESPN over this past weekend had a drop in viewership of at least 50% from the same window in 2020. Um, why would I be talking about that? Um, the owner or hard owner, not quite sure, um, is The Rock. So um, there was some excitement for it to come back. It was doing really well during COVID, but I'm not sure now we're out of COVID and everything's back again. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure if there's that desire there. The only good part of it is, though, um, tickets are really cheap. So I might actually take the boys to go see one of the... I think tickets started about $25 and you're a lot closer because the games, I believe it's held in the... Um, the MLS stadium, Audi field, or that's what it used to be called. I'm not sure if it still is. So I might be able to get to see a game out of it, but yeah, the rock, that's not a good investment, buddy, by the look of it right now. That's it. That's all I had. I didn't that, see more than, I'm sorry. I didn't see more than 10 minutes of wrestling this week. So I don't have a lot to Second comment day, on. Secondary bad cop moment for you, Graham, for not clicking the timer at all and then holding the timer up, even though you hadn't clicked it. <laughs> I, I saw what I looked, I was like, oh, so I knew I wasn't going to need it. So it was kind of. That's fine, but you couldn't even held it up and show you weren't using it. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Um, the XFL actually folded, folded um, before as COVID started, Graham. So, yeah. Um, it didn't it... fold. It was still, well, I don't know. Perhaps it did. I, I yeah, thought it, it just stopped. went out of. It went, out, it went out of business during COVID because probably COVID oh. hit as the season was in progress and then it was stopped. They and were actually it, doing some pretty good um, numbers. It was doing okay. It was doing okay during, before yeah. COVID struck. And then, and then obviously, everyone says that the XFL is just a curse. It's just cursed in general. Um, it may be, but uh, to be fair, you know, WWE wasn't doing too great till Vince created WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, we'll see. We'll see. Give, give, All right. Shall we see what we've missed? Let's do it. Fan cup moment, people. Good. Bad. All right. I'm going to open up with uh, Justin at Just in Time 211. Hashtag Best Cop, Nathan Fraser, and Wesley's match on NXT. Uh, bonus Best Cop, AW's Face of the Revolution uh, ladder match. 
And uh, worst cop, Brock Lesnar versus Omos at WrestleMania, just why? Um, mentioning that ladder thing there, I did want to follow on from one thing that you said, but you uh, kind of caught me off guard a little bit with something else that you said. Um, isn't the, I did see somebody say they didn't mind it as much because the job of the referee is to keep the wrestlers safe. So if they've got to hold the ladder to keep it safe, then that was fair enough. I'm not saying I agree with it, but I'm just saying that it, it was an alternative point of view that was put out there. No, the camera no, people I, could still do a job of not showing that, though, of course. The camera, you know, they, I'm fine with that. The camera cut could have been better, is all I'm saying. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go to uh, Derek, uh, your boy, D-Harm. Best cop moment, Cody and Gable tore the house down this past Raw and incredible bout. It was a great wrestling match. Um, possibly Cody's best since he's actually been back from injury. Uh, worst cop moment, AEW needs the highest one to build to build to pay-per-views because this is the hundredth time now where it's always booking its last minutes. Happening quite a lot, as I mentioned earlier, um, with regards to some of the ease booking WrestleMania as well this year. Um, it seems to be a little bit last minute on both sides of things. Uh, why are we getting why why could they finish Brock Brock with Bobby WrestleMania? I don't know. But AEW, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. But uh it is a little bit close to wire, just saying. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Griffin at Dan Griffin 21. I don't have a hashtag good cop moment due to my hashtag bad cop moment, which is I haven't watched any wrestling as I was away with family. And um, I missed no surrender and haven't caught up yet. Yeah, no, relatable moment this week, Dan. And I posted I haven't seen more than top 10 highlights. And I'm still at that point. Did not get to catch up on Impact yesterday at all, unfortunately. Let's go to his tag partner on the UTT podcast, um, UTT Rob. Good moment. Decent MJF promo on Dynamite. That's the last time to air in the UK, of course. Um, bad cop moment. So unimpressed with the build-up to AEW Revolution. I spent the cost of a pay-per-view on Volvo shares. Uh, I'd like to point out Volvo shares have gone up 21% in the last in the last 48 hours. I did check that bad cop moment. That's, nope. not, that's not saying a great deal, to be fair. Um, 21% in 48 hours is a lot. Yeah, Volvo shared the terrible room. Uh, that's terrible. Volvo shared the toilet. Volvo in real trouble. Um, <laughs> WTF cop moment. Hulk Hogan trying to take credit for WWE Nitro going head to hair with Raw. That's the spelling mistake there. I think it's, it's head to hair. Um, it's so head to head. Come on. I'm aware, that. but I'm reading it. I'm reading it, and my my mind just can't comprehend that. I'm fully aware what he means, but maybe he means head to here. Let's just say that he hasn't, Hogan hasn't got any hair. Let's face it. Um, JCB, baby. Uh, hashtag good cop moment. Austin Theory seems to be coming into his own. Triple H deserves the credit, in my opinion. Uh, hashtag bad cop moment. No, well, I should do how you say. Fabs who say that if you're not on board with Brock versus Omos, then you don't get wrestling. I guess I don't understand wrestling, he says. I assume no. it's fans, but um, it seems we're being persnickety today. I'll I'll be persnickety as well. Fab is female sign at birth. <laughs> but I don't think that's what they're going for here. Um, no, it's fans. I think that's what they're going for, yeah. Um, high five, Tom. Amazing cop moment. Chopped up with Travis from a Wrestle Special and Matt from a Wizards podcast. No, it's not me from a D&D podcast, Graham. Um, this week, and it reminded me of what an amazing community wrestling can be. Thanks to all that can read us for letting me be part of a, of a GCBC community. You're always welcome, Tom. You know that. You're a former guest. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, the Miss Re- geez, the Midwest Wrestling Roundup, uh, which is also Tom. Hashtag Great Cotton. Oh God. Hashtag Great Midwest Wrestling G Cop. Oh, oh no, that's G of Wrestling. Yeah, you can't have a hashtag that that's freaking long. Um, at Diesel underscore VFTR, and I traveled north to see our first AWF show and had a blast. Thank you um, at Year of Pod for having us. That is the longest hashtag I've ever seen in our, in our fan club moments. I'm reading it from my iPad, well, iPod, which does not have many characters, so it went over two lines, which made it even more difficult to read. George, George, I'm charging George. my phone before I get to SmackDown, so I'm not Can you put my glasses, Granddad? <laughs> it's not that it was small, it's just that there's not much many characters on each line, because it's... Remind me to buy a magnifying glass when I see you in July, yeah? Okay, um, I'm sure we've got one more. Yes, it's Scottish Juggalo, um, Scottish January, of course, um former guest of ours, and of course, over on on your new venture, Graham. Good cop, watched Money in the Bank 2011 for the first time, and it did act up to the hype. Solid card and enthusiastic crowd all night. First of all, you've only just watched Money in the Bank from 2011? Graham's seen that before you. I seem to remember something recently that I mentioned that I'd watched, and you had a confession, you're like, I've never seen that. You can't yeah. watch everything, it's impossible. No, but that was... Well, that was relatively recent, not something before I was born. It's a little bit surprising that he, that's given how much he's, he's whacked lyrical about Cena over the years, that he didn't watch Cena Punk before. That's all I'm saying. Um, bad cop, Brock the Omos not feeling special, clearly friend together to get Brock on the card. Mm. Feels, like, feels like it a little bit, to be honest. Brock is, Brock is, he, he's holding this together for me. And I think that's it, Graham. I, I couldn't see anymore. So I think, uh, I think we are good. I can't see any more. Thank you, everybody, for getting in touch this week. And uh, we look forward to your fan comments again next week. Good. Bad. Sisters, brothers, and non-binary others, welcome to Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast Devil's Advocate Round. This is where myself and Graham throw ridiculous statements we do not believe in for 20 seconds. We're resting theme to one and a normal theme theme to another for 20 seconds. And out there thinking they have a problem with what we've what we are saying and believe we are just believing it. Yeah, take it up with our DA DA uh at dying format. That's your only mention this week, Mike. Are you happy now, bitch. Right. Okay. <laughs> I mentioned him earlier. I was trying to be polite. Okay. By calling him bitch. <laughs> we love it. We we love each other. We love each other. It's all good. So Graham, as always, you get I'm going to give you a choice. Do you wish to go first or second? Um, I was so happy that I managed to get... I didn't have... Like I said, I didn't watch much wrestling this week. And I was like, this could be kind of difficult. And I was actually... I think I got all my moments in under five minutes. And I was like, this is great because I don't have much time. And then just as we finished, started finishing those, I was like, oh, crap. I forgot a segment. So um, these are pretty much on the fly, man. So I had nothing written down. Um, your first one, the wrestling one that I'd like you to defend before I forget it is... Um, if anybody should have had an approximately 200 win streak in WCW, it should not have been Goldberg. It should have been Gilberg. Gilberg is somebody, Graham, who obviously, if people who don't know him, were part of the job squad in in um, you know, at the same time that Goldberg was smashing his way through all the people who no one cared about in, in WCW. Basically, people who didn't have an, an eternal contract. Um, Gilbert, of course, would have done exactly the same because, of course, he was Gilbert. I'm not sure if that one came to my mind because um, uh, Goldberg does get a mention on my chat with um, with Ryan. 
he did bring up Goldberg. So I, I'm not sure if that's why that came into my head, but um, that, that's all I had. Okay. Okay. Go. Your wrestling one, Graham, is for 20 seconds, defend this statement. Trish should have won the tag titles instead of Lita. Um, of course, Trish is one person, so it makes perfect sense you'd have one person win a tag team titles. Um, Trish by herself, obviously, she's a multi-time, um, she's a Hall of Famer, multi-time uh, title winner. So uh, Lita's, I don't know, Lita has she's a kind of one-trick pony. She climbs up to the top, does a backflip. That, that, that's it. Trish still has the whole package, and you could tell that from when I saw her at uh, SummerSlam. I think she was at SummerSlam. I think she fought Charlotte Flair. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. she lost to Charlotte Flair as well. But yeah. 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 Uh, I so did you did you actually mean it should have been Becky and Trish rather than I didn't Becky I was I was doing open interpretation. Oh, okay. It was a little confused at the start, so I kind of didn't have a clue what was going on. So hey, that's all right. That's all okay, right. Graham. So I'm supposed to have a non wrestling related one as well. No, go ahead, give me your non wrestling related first and then I'll try and think of it while I'm answering it. Okay, your Graham. Your non wrestling one, Graham, is <clears throat> Yu-Gi-Oh cards are way, way, way less complicated than baseball cards. Well, of course, um, baseball has all. You're probably not familiar with this, but baseball have the stats from each year. So it'll have each year they played. It'll have the stats for at bats, uh, runs, home runs, strikeouts. There's like so much stuff on that. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards are pretty limited because they have the attack and defense, and sometimes a limit, which is what Dan Griffin discovered. So there's only three things. So way simpler. I think your LP was going quite low there, Graham, wasn't it? For a bit, wasn't it? <laughs> I was trying to get as many categories as I could from the baseball card to uh, actually, uh, so I didn't have to talk about the UGO cards quite as much. I'm glad you mentioned the name of the cards because I, I couldn't remember what they were called. And I actually wrote it down wrong in my notes when I talked to Dan Griffin as well. I think I, I had goo ye. <laughs> I had it totally the wrong way around. <laughs> Not a good start to that podcast, but I, I'd good. like to, I'd like to say, Graham, that uh, it's, it's wonderful. To the podcast where I live rent free in your head. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but you aside, often get a mention in our podcast, and that will be true on episode six as well. But that's fine because you know I I did I I I think that this I seem to throw a baseball when well, something from baseball cards into into your not running subject because Graham, it's a good way to promote the show. There you go. There you go. All right, well, your non-wrestling related one is, and I'm trying to think of what the, oh, that, that's the word, that's the word. Um, there's nothing more appropriate for an emotional support animal as a crocodile. Have you ever seen a crocodile, Graham? I mean, they make amazing, amazing slippers, for a start, and the handbags, Graham. Therefore, they're things which are quite comfortable, and there's nothing more comforting than a cuddle. And these animals need to give you cuddles, Billy Graham. You try cuddling crocodile, Graham. You'll never, you never have a better cuddle ever. Oh. Once, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Once, and that's it. That's not. I think that was. I know. I, I don't want to belittle emotional support animals. Um, no, not definitely some very credible ones. Uh, dogs definitely do uh, provide a lot of comfort for a lot of people. Um, but there does seem to be one where people seem to be abusing that rule just so they can take their pet on the plane. And um, I, I don't think that one was... Uh, I think somebody was walking it around. I want to say a street in New York. Not necessarily New York City. And uh, somebody questioned them on it and they claimed it was their emotional 
support animal. Um, but yeah, crocodile on a, a leash or a lead, if you want to call it that. That's a little, that's a little, it was well. a little crazy. What made that suddenly jump into my mind? I have absolutely no idea. This is actually kind of fun, Matt. I might not never write down a devil's advocate again. This was kind of more like the Jackson's devil's advocate from from last week <laughs> he literally had five seconds to prepare for it it's totally random you can't prepare for it and it doesn't always make sense but it's uh, yeah i don't like but... i'm 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 actually a little bit annoyed with some people who have um emotional support animals because they they get them to get around the no pet policy with landlords and legally landlords can do nothing about it oh loophole yeah so uh that's not that's not that's not good when that when that's the case, obviously. Yeah. Uh, that's but, abusing yeah. a position that somebody who legitimately needs them for. Indeed, but, indeed. Yeah, yeah. Bad cop on them. Bad yeah. cop on Oh, karma's gonna get them eventually. Karma the karma is much like Mother Nature, a bitch. And uh, we will be back next week where we will be just one week out. What do you mean? What do you mean well, maybe? Who knows? Who knows? And we don't know what our schedules are like. You called me out for not being a parent last week when I could make it. So who knows if we, we haven't even discussed anything, but we'll pro probably 80% chance <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back hopefully next week. Where we'll be, where we'll be, when we release, we'll be six days out from me going to watch another indie show. Yeah. And, co and commentating, of course, how to get in. We're out of here. Oh. Music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. HTTP colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash.